Yo. Hey, how you doing? Everything's man? working. What? I oh my gosh. This is crazy. Dang. Well, <laughs> this is going to be a great podcast. Yeah. It's starting off amazing. Woo. Starting off amazing. Nice, man. How are you doing? Welcome to the new meta episode 39. Yeah, yeah. My name is the P Child. And I am Lord Fluffy. So, um, it's been one hell of a day. Yeah, it really has. I can say. Yeah. It's been crazy. Yeah. Um, Before, yeah. We're going to hit it up right. in a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll jump into it. I guess let's start with with some not so depressing yeah, yeah, news. Let's sure. hit the poll up from last week. Yeah. And um, uh, so, yeah, last week we proposed a question. Do you think cross-platform play on console is a good idea for Diablo 3? Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, yes, no. And I only play PC, so I don't care. Are the options? Um, I think it'd be awesome. I, I'm both. Like I, I, I think it would be awesome, but at the same time, I only play PC, so it doesn't affect me. But mm -hmm. I mean, I think this should be a thing. Period. Like consoles should be fucking cross-platform. Should do it all the fucking time. Yep. It's it's insane. The, it's still not that way, but you know, it is what it is. So it is say, what it is. Let's I'm say yes. Yeah, it's like most people think it doesn't affect them. So <laughs> yeah, which that's crazy. What's that? Sixty-eight. Yeah, say it's kind of. Say I don't really care. Uh, and twenty-eight percent say yes, it'd be awesome. And uh, two point nine percent say no. I don't. I don't want. Hmm. I, I wonder. I I wonder what those two point nine say. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know why? Why would there has been a, a lot of talk about the Switch being just crazy exploitable, like yeah. oh, yeah. more so than PS4 and Xbox because well, it's offline. Yeah. So yeah, maybe those guys are just like you know what? Uh, yeah, you can keep yes, that. Right. You can keep your exploits on Switch, sure. sir. But there is so. like an argument to be made there too. It's like Switch is like kind of its own beast. I don't know. Like Xbox and PC or PlayStation should definitely play together, like no matter what, because it's the I same agree. fucking thing. Yeah, um, yeah, but switches it's like its own. Yeah, it is. Breed. It is interesting. Yeah, uh, and then we got another poll for this week yeah. for you guys to come check out. Let me share this link real quick. But basically, uh, I thought this would be interesting, especially given the kind of state of uh, gaming right now. Apex is absolutely just dominating on Twitch right now. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I'm proposing the question, and we would joke about this. You know, we also joked about a mobile game, FYI. But yeah, <laughs> so Diablo Four. This was this is a total hypothetical. Diablo Four is full fully fledged ARPG, like you know what we know and love from Diablo mm -hmm. Three, and it's great. Blah blah blah. And it has like you know, it, there's like adventure mode. Blah blah blah. Like in Diablo Three, and it's got a mode where you can play a BR. Yep. How many of you guys would be like, yeah? Heck yeah, let's let's do this. Like another thing to play, awesome. And how many of you guys would be like, no, I don't want to be our Diablo. Like just keep it out of my game. Yeah, um, I will save the comments for sure, next sure, week sure. because I, again, I don't want to influence it. <laughs> right, but, um, but yeah. it's interesting, man. Uh, real quick, well, we're going to talk about some of that stuff later. I'll save this. Sure, I'll sure. save it. And sure, sure. um, if you're unaware or you, you know you haven't heard any of the news there has been crazy things happening with blizzard activision so today they had their uh first earnings call of 2019 mm -hmm. um and i think as part of this earnings call they're kicking off their new plan for 
the year, like their, you know, entire layover. But some of this involved uh, them letting go hundreds of employees from what I'm to understand. Sure. I don't think we have a final count yet. It's like 778, but, I think. Yeah, that is absolutely insane. But before that, <laughs> before that, so like on oh, the, you on, want, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So on the launcher, they're actually promoting jobs, which I, I find strange given the timing. Like before they, we kind of knew about this, they're promoting jobs on the launcher for even Diablo. Like you can click, like see jobs, um, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but they have quite a few new jobs that have been like opened up uh, as far as like last week, as far as I can tell. Um, yeah. Across pretty much everything um, for Diablo, mm -hmm. arts, audio, engineering, game Yeah, design. and and so I went back and listened to the earnings call, and I think I can explain some of that. Okay. But I'll. I'll backtrack because sure, sure, you sure. did this thing what thing <laughs> right. did you do here? so the timing is really weird uh, uh but i actually uh, applied myself for the software engineer gameplay uh unannounced project um good luck man i hope you get it yeah you know <laughs> I, I i genuinely am serious yeah. about this like yeah. i'm not i'm not saying that bullshitting at all like sure, any sure, sure. blizzard employees that are listening to this uh, Fluff is a developer. Yep. He has skills. He plays the shit out of your game. Yep. He understands ARPGs from many aspects. So, man, I really do. I think that you would be uh, an asset to the sure. team. And did you hear this guy? He's never called in sick for work right. one <laughs> time. Talk about Iron Man. I mean, come on. Right. So. And, you know, honestly, I was thinking about this just like hypothetically, it would be a pretty good PR move to hire someone from the community uh, for a game yeah. that's been pretty, you know, detached, hush, hush. I guess, right? Yeah, it's it's been, yeah, man, I, 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 I don't know. Uh, I think it'd be really cool. I hope sure. they at least reach out to you and give you an interview. Yeah, right. Like that would right. be something That'd in be itself. Cool. Just have um, some conversations. But, so hypothetically. Sure. Hypothetically. Sure. Okay. Hypothetically, you get this job that you landed. Yeah. You're like, done. You just moved into your new place. I know. <laughs> now you're moving out to Cali. Uh, I mean, you're packing up. I would probably, I, I would definitely keep this place and then probably like feel out, you know, the job. Cool. So, gotcha. Anyways, but I think I still feel like, okay, one, I probably won't even get a phone call, to be honest. And two, uh, like this is upsetting because I, this is like one of those stereotypical jobs that I couldn't be absolutely like more qualified for. Other than the fact that like I don't have game programming experience, like whatever really that means. Uh, I've obviously a plethora of, of programming experience, but like in my past, like, so I applied for a particular position and this is like a very true to my heart story, but I, there was 343 <laughs> was hiring a, a multiplayer engineer and you know i'm a i'm a former halo pro and i'm a software engineer like i could not have been absolutely more qualified for that position right didn't yeah. even get a phone call and the position ended up going to the janitor who had been working there and like you know it's just like this tribal 
system like the, the gaming development community or these companies like they they i just feel like they never really hire maybe the best person for the job they always end up going with like someone they know or like, like a friend of you know someone a director of something or or whatever like they seek within yeah. before they really consider outside so well everybody knows you yeah i mean you're the boo guy i mean right. everybody Everybody knows you. So. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah. Hopefully they know me for Diablo instead of tanking their stock. <laughs> but yeah. So, but yeah, um, this is one of those situations. Yeah. It's just like, I don't, I, I would be flabbergasted if I got a phone call, but I couldn't be more. And I, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to be egotistical, but like my, my resume like speaks for itself and like i don't talk about like what i do in real life a ton but like you know this would be actually a big step down for me like in the realm of, of my career but it would be really really cool uh for the community and and for diablo i think but, yeah well good luck man hopefully yeah. next week we'll be talking about the phone call you had yeah so <laughs> we're like are you kidding uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. To to switch gears sure. just a little bit, though. right? And that's uh, why I want to talk about the timing before we go into that because it's yeah, completely so separate. It was announced. Um, I think I heard about it three days ago, three or four days ago, mm -hmm. that Blizzard was going. Blizzard Activision was going to do a bunch of layoffs. Um, Jason Schreer, uh, again, I've used his name many times on this podcast. This guy's uh, journalism reporting leaks, whatever you want to call it is always accurate. I've never, he, he's never posted something I've seen to be wrong. Uh, he's dabbled in the, the debacle with the Diablo immortal thing. Um, talked about that, but he, he has this article on Kotaku and, um, he, he talks about it, but, um, it, it goes back to, you know, apex legends came out of nowhere yeah, and is killing it. And everybody keeps asking me about it. I'm like, are you going to play it? Are you going to play it? And I'm like, well, every single person I've ever talked to has told me it's amazing. Right. Everybody. Nobody's told me it's a bad game. Sure. And so things like this, like Fortnite came in and, and, and killed PUBG. PUBG came in and killed H1Z1. Sure. So everybody's like, oh, it's a fad. It'll go away. Right. Remember, you know, Battle Royale. I don't think so. I think this is different, man. I think this one's going to stick well, around for a little bit. a big part of this different is because it's free to play. That's a huge yeah. thing. And hopefully this like influences companies that, you know, hey, this is, I think this is the future. Like this is the way to go. Free to play, micro cash shop. Like this is yeah. Diablo 4. There's no reason Diablo 4 should not be free to play. There's no reason Diablo 3 in its current state should not be free to play. You could yeah. literally and it's tomorrow so make Diablo 3 free to play and charge people for stash tabs and you would make way more money than you're currently making. Right. It, this, this, whole day's schedule can just be a back and forth flip-flop sure. and, and get lost because that just derails <laughs> me into so many yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. so to try to keep it focused yeah, yeah. on the schedule like i do want to address that stuff too but um the job openings section and then the layoffs like you had 800 people roughly lose their jobs today yeah. and then you have them uh posting job openings and you know part of the earnings call that i listened to the like one of the first things they said is you know we're projecting to not have as profitable of a 2019 as we did in 2018 they had all these reasons why mm -hmm. and they said that they're not putting out enough content they they flat out said we're not pumping out content fast enough and we need to you know uh i don't know if you use the word double down but basically that's what they said we're going to 
put, I think they said 20% more development power into their core IPs. Mm -hmm. And so when I heard that, I'm like, oh man, what's he, you know, what, I wonder what list that is. And then he went to list them off for me. I'm like, oh, thank you. Uh, uh, I don't remember all of them, but Call of Duty was the first one they said. World of Warcraft was on there. And then he said Diablo. They specifically said Diablo a really? couple different times in the earning call. And that was one of the ones that they're hiring. And then these job postings go up, right? So there's job postings for development in an unnamed Diablo project. I think Blizzard Activision finally is like, okay, um, we're, we're falling behind. We're not relevant anymore. We have got to get these IPs shipped out. We got to get new products out there. So, right. And there's more notes I have from that earnings call that I'll go over. But um, it feels kind of bad, man, that we we lost uh, one of the community managers. We did. Lashes. Uh, Lashes um, tweeted out, uh, hey, team, I'm sad to announce that I am no longer a Blizzard employee. It's been an incredible 2.5 years that I wouldn't trade for anything you all have changed me for the better, and I will forever be grateful for that. Asking for a bit of space as I process. So, uh, you know, it's it's tough, you know, because it's, it's 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 never fun, right? Like I've been laid off, right? You know, and man, it, especially from a company that I would, like would love. Like every time I've been laid off, it's like, well, I'll find something else. It's not a big deal. But like, right. if I had a job that I really really liked, and I was laid off, it would be tough. So. Yeah. Best of luck to her. Yeah, I, 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 I feel her, and it, it's, it's no fun, um, to be in that position at all. So, right. But and, and I mean, the one of the World of Warcraft community yeah, managers that actually, apparently has been around for a long time. I personally didn't ever interact with them or didn't know who they were too much. I mean, I've heard the name, but, um, yeah, but it, you know, so what did he say? Gosh, I mean, you can talk. I'll, I'll try to find it. Yeah, yeah. So he, he lost the, you know that was a big deal. And, and, um, it's a lot of people, man, a lot of people have, have lost their, their thing. So there's no real, uh, release schedules planned for 2019 either. I mean, these, these firings kind of go in this weird space of like, they, they just are not firings, but laid off, they lay off all these people. They're giving them severance packages from what I understand. Mm -hmm. Like blizzards trying to PR the shit out of this and be like, Oh, you know, we're, we're taking care of them. Is that who you have? Is it Caden? Yeah. So Caden uh, tweeted out, as of today, I'm no longer employee at Blizzard Entertainment. It wasn't my choice. I wanted to retire here. I was just laid off from my dream job. Probably not the best for me to tweet right now, but it was an honor being your CM of the Warcraft community. I love you all. That's sad as F, yeah. dude. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude. So sucks. it sucks, man. Yeah. And, and I know there's a lot of companies uh, hiring right now. People are, you know, posting stuff on Twitter, like, you know, these guys are hiring, these guys are hiring. And I hope a lot of these people land on their feet. Um, For sure. But it, it feels bad, dude. It feels bad. Uh, apparently, uh, most of the layoffs were for the uh, publishing and esports uh, departments mm -hmm. of Blizzard, um, which I find interesting because esports, I mean, esports is kind of not directly responsible, but very responsible for you know, kind of Hearthstone staying relevant. Mm -hmm. They're responsible for really Overwatch uh, being as yeah. big as it got for a while. Um, so yeah, and that's kind of one of the things they also talked about in the earnings call. They talked about how they're going to continue to like double down on Overwatch League and double down on like they're going to require people use Battle.net logins to watch Overwatch League, which is mind-boggling to me because now you're going to put a barrier between yeah. people to watch overwatch league right. like, 
Yeah. It's like, why would you ever do that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Um, and then Amazon invested heavily in Overwatch League to get into it. Uh, the numbers that I heard thrown around, and I don't, you know, I didn't research these myself, but I did read uh, an article that said that Amazon invested about 10% of its total stock value in Overwatch League, which at the time would have been like $90 million they invested in Overwatch League or something like that, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of crazy and then they're not making the money off of it they talked about in the earnings call how overwatch wasn't generating revenue that they thought it would make and yet they're still going to double down on this overwatch league i can't see any way that overwatch league does better next year than it did this year right especially with this br craze just getting more and more ridiculous you know so um, i don't know man i don't know because you look at a game like like Halo Five. The only the really only reason Halo Five stayed relevant is because of esports. So mm-hmm. to I mean trash basically or scrap almost the esports part of Overwatch, which is probably the only the thing that's keeping it alive is is kind of crazy to me. But there's yeah, a lot of and, things here and, that are crazy to me. <laughs> it's it just kind of it, it jumps me down to like the Call of Duty. Uh, they, they talked about of COD and how it was like the best launch they've ever had for a COD title, mm-hmm. but then it drastically fell off and it fell actually overall, it fell below expectations. It fell short, sure. even though it was the biggest launch they've ever had. Um, and then they went to talk about how they're going to have all this extra content. Like they, they specifically said, we have the most content we've ever had planned for Call of Duty coming up. And it's like, I, to my, my ears, that's the first I'd even heard about extra COD content. So yeah. I, I don't know if Activision is trying to think like, oh, we can salvage this this BR. We can salvage this know, multiplayer man. experience. I mean, after playing Apex Legends, are you ever going to play COD's BR again? I mean, I would. Uh, they have a lot to work on, but there's some good – there's a good foundation there. Um, is it? Yeah, but – I haven't played either of them, so I'm, you know, defer to you for sure. the for the uh, the comparisons there. Right. But it it's you know, um, it was kind of interesting to hear the call because it seemed like they were like the year started off great, and then it ended not so well. And it's like they didn't say it, but it's like <laughs> the marker, the financial graph of BlizzCon. It's like as soon as BlizzCon hit, yeah. the stocks just dropped and they never recovered, and it was just like. <laughs> Well, you screw say up that screw because up. actually before they even – this is a crazy factoid, but before they announced the layoffs, uh, they noted that they had had record revenues for 2018 fiscal year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. According to the fourth, earning, fourth quarter earnings report, the company made $7.26 billion in physical and digital sales compared to seven point one six in 2017. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess that still failed to meet expectations. Now, the which okay, one that's really interesting because like they did better overall as a company, right. but yet still decided to lay off eight hundred employees. And I think it, I think it goes from, the, I think the first quarter and a half or two quarters of twenty eighteen were outstanding, mm-hmm. and COD's success was huge in that. But I don't think that they have anything lined up for 2019. There's no WoW expansion. Right. COD, they don't have a Call of Duty coming out. Yeah. They I, don't have. 
they actually they quote, don't said Blizzard does not have a major frontline release plan for 2019. So we officially know that yeah. there's nothing coming in 2019. There's nothing coming down the pipe. So they don't have the money coming in. And and I think that they realize that the development's taking too long to get these games out. We need mm-hmm. to start pumping out more titles. Let's get more developers in here. Let's hope. And, and yeah. do that. But that kind of scares me a little bit. It makes me think, okay, How they're going to they start pumping out crap now. Yeah. Well, that, are they, yeah. Or are they just going to rush the content out? Like, uh, this is kind of shitty, but here we go. Sure. We're, we're kicking it out anyways. It's just know? like, you know, Diablo 3 forever ago was the last 20, 2012 you know, Warcraft, like what, 2002, 2003, nothing new out of that franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hearthstone, it's been the same game for five years and like they keep pumping out content. It's awesome. But like they have all these amazing IPs. And that, I think that's mm-hmm. the most frustrating thing of all. And like they could just pump out a really good WoW expansion and maybe recover that game or heck, maybe finally make a new MMO in the World of Warcraft space. But it's just. They have these titles. Like, title is not something to slouch on. Like, the fact that a Diablo ARPG coming out tomorrow has the potential to absolutely dominate the space. And that's true for a lot of their their IPs. And it's just, how is it just now, like, ooh, maybe we we should start pumping out some games. Like, how is that just now a thought? You know? (laughs) Yeah, Diablo 3 launched in 2012. It's 2019. It's been seven years. Like, how... How is nothing going to come out this year and and even the next year? It's like what what's been going on for the last seven? Sure, um, and it's like it just Call of Duty does such a good job, right? Like they probably year. too much, right? <laughs> right? Where they yeah. like as soon as like the COD is released, like they're either already in development of the next COD, or like it's day one mm-hmm. next COD right after release. You know, so yeah. like why does Blizzard? takes so long to to jump on the next project and it's it's just a mess and then the, from I mean, what we've read the, go ahead the one thing i can say to blizzard's credit is they haven't produced a crap game everything on the battle.net launcher is pretty good sure i mean we've had lulls and wow and you know diablo 3 had its rough moments at launch and things like that but for the most part all the games are pretty top tier i mean mm-hmm. look at that lineup i right. mean those are all top tier games you know um, so I give it a little credit for that, but at the same time, you know, I, I think I, I don't understand. I think is, is that go fall on the management? I don't know what happens where you can go seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years between an IP major release when all that money's sitting there. Like we have money to give you. I don't understand yeah. why. I, do you not like it? I don't understand. I, I just don't understand why you don't want this money. Like it, give it yeah, to us. It doesn't make sense. Milk Diablo three for more money for that matter. Sure. You know, like like we just talked about. You could make Diablo free to play. Yeah. Put a put a microtransaction store in. You're yeah. selling stash space. You could sell, you know, cosmetics and and probably not piss people off. Right. Like that's the safe way. You could probably even piss people off a little bit and be like, oh, well, we'll sell you greater rift keys or we'll sell you whatever, you know. And I hope they wouldn't sell power and go in line. Like that, but with this new thing that you just talked about where it's like, well, we're going to make people go through Battle.net. Well, a good way to get people on Battle.net is to make some of your games free to play like mm-hmm. Diablo. So it's going to get people to sign up and have an account so that they can Starcraft went free to play. I wonder how that's working out. Right. I don't know if they're making money on that or I mean, that's such a another old IP. Right. I don't know if they I don't play Starcraft for real. I mean, I played it when it launched years ago, but I wonder if um 
that free to play model with with the cash shop has made them money or not. Sure, you know, and that was such an esports heavy game too. So there's just know. no way Diablo three was free to play tomorrow with a cash shop, especially with something like a stash tab in there, that they wouldn't make like ten times more money than they're currently making. Because I mean, who's buying copies of delete like vanilla Diablo and Reapers of Souls anymore? Yeah. Like it's it has to be such a tiny figure. It makes sense for the initial sales on Switch and console uh, initially, and I understand that you got to have a little cooldown for all the Switch people that just bought the game back in November, right? And they're like, "What? Now it's free?" Like, okay, sure. I get that. So announce it, you know, six months out, or I don't know. I don't know how you would PR manage that specific instance because, as a Switch owner, if I had just bought it, I would be a little like. We Man, can always really, like guys? give people the currency though, like oh you bought it and here's some currency you can use in the shop. Yeah, exactly. Sixty dollars worth of currency or sure. something silly. Something. You know what I mean? Yeah, because if they like the game, they're going to burn through it anyways. Right. And if they don't, they wouldn't buy some anyway. So you're you're not out. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. I, I just think that and there's there's so much. <laughs> I think World of Warcraft is like keeping that subscription thing going. But yeah. that game could even do a free to play. Oh my god, yeah. And like destroy it. Like right. I, I don't. I'm sure that they have financial numbers and statistical numbers and things that make sense to them not to do that. Yeah. But the thing that blows my mind is on this call, they were specifically asked with the success of Apex Legends and these other games coming out, is Blizzard considering its uh, monetary models and going free to play with any other titles? Like they were asked that direct question. Really? And they just gave an answer that just defended all of their choices. Like basically, it was like, "Nope, we're good. We know what we're doing." Mm. Was the answer they gave. Yikes. And it's like, dang, like you, I, I don't, man. To me, it just seems so close-minded. Yeah, you know, it just seems like the answer was defensive, in my opinion. Really? It was like, man, he, they're not even considering it. It's what they, they just. What's even more crazy is like we talked about three weeks ago and we showed video like three weeks ago. It's like the cash shop for Diablo is already there. Like, yeah, they already built it. They already it's, built it's it. Already, so it's not even like it's in other markets. It's going to cost it. you anything. It's just, it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy that they don't make Diablo 2 free to play. Um, at least use it as so like yeah, a man. test, you know? Play that market. It's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. But also another really strange factoid. So, you know, you think during a time like this where there's a, just a massive layoff that, mm -hmm. you know, obviously companies are, or employees lose their job and like you know, financially they take a hit and then you got to pay out like whatever to, you know, to keep them compensated or whatever. And then usually, mm -hmm. usually a company during these times that, you know, has good upper level management the upper level management will be like okay like we'll take a physical hit ourselves to like maybe mm -hmm. keep as many employees as we possibly can uh hmm. but <laughs> what instead I wonder is they, how much uh money those guys are making yeah so what happened is they gave the new cfo a 15 million dollar signing bonus 15 million huh? 15 million and that's not that much. I, I mean, mean, you don't think I could have paid for the, like maybe 800 employees or at least half of that to stay on. Yeah. 
I have some stats pulled up here oh, real fuck. quick. So I have so um <laughs> Robert Kostick is the chief executive officer. Okay. Yeah. His salary in 2017, 1.75 million. Okay. That's the salary. In stocks and awards in 2017, guess the amount. I don't need anywhere. No idea. $19.5 million in stocks and awards. Option awards, $5 million. Uh, Non-equity incentive plan compensation, $2.8 million. All other compensation, $87,000. Total compensation in 2017, $28.698 million. Damn near $30 million. So that's one dude. I mean, I have a list. There's a list of like six people that I have here. Uh, their totals are 30 million, 10 million, 6 million, 11 million, 12 million, 15 million. And I'm not saying that those guys aren't entitled to their money. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm saying, like, but, but at- this new CFO entitled to 15 million for a signing bonus when you're going to get rid of employees, that's that's just bad. Like this is it's it's so infuriating because like this guy's done nothing for Blizzard so far, and yet you're going to give him money that should have gone to people that have done hard work over the past years to like mm-hmm. keep your games relevant. It's just it's mind blowing. It's infuriating, really. It's yeah, disgusting. that's that's crazy money, crazy crazy figures being thrown around, man. And like a a a fifteen million signing bonus to me is just like. Is this, is this fucking dude a running back? Like, what is he doing? Yeah, to like CFO. What, a, a fifteen, a fifteen. Like, what connections does he have? What is he doing to get fifteen million just to sign a contract to work for the company? Like, is what it, is he bringing to the table? Right. Is he a? Must be, I mean, it, like, there's <laughs> there's got to be something that we don't know that he's bringing to the table. Right? You know what I mean? It's crazy. Um, Think of what so you could get. Like, you could get like savants in the programming industry to come work for some of your games with some of that money. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just mind. Like if you went out there, it's like, Hey, we're going to we're gonna give you a $5 million signing bonus. If you're like this crazy fucking programmer, that's going to give us some awesome stuff. But instead of right. like a CFO that like, it's just corporate man, corporate America. Oh my God. It's crazy. Crazy dude. Crazy money. Ugh. Um, so yeah, I don't know, man, this, this entire week for, for blizzard has just been this, this, Ever since BlizzCon, man, I think it like honestly, it just seems like this spiral started yeah. around the announcement of "Hey, uh, don't get your hopes up for BlizzCon Diablo announcement," even though you bought tickets and paid for hotels and all this kind of stuff because uh, we're not going to have it. That was the start, and it's just it's just been spiraling. Um, other interesting news that they had in this Activision earnings call was, in my impression, my overall impression of this call seemed like they were saying a couple different things. One was, we're not going to make a lot of money in 2019. Mm-hmm. We don't have anything to launch in 2019. And we are going to focus a lot of effort in mobile. They talked about mobile several times during the call. They talked about Eastern markets several times during the call. And it really felt like they were targeting the Eastern mobile market as earnings. Like it's It was almost like, this is our new main focus is we're going to get all this money in the Eastern mobile market. They talked about the call of duty mobile game. 
they talked about the Diablo Immortal mobile game. Um, they, they said we don't have any news to break on Diablo Immortal specifically, but they just talked about how that was going to be a focus. And then they, again, hinted at the Eastern markets and, and things and how successful the Call of Duty mobile game was doing. Um, <laughs> I, I, man, this mobile thing's not going anywhere, dude. I, I mean, we, it, we don't really know that, but it just... It's going to be a thing. Like they're trying to make it a thing. What they what they know. are, you know. That that's what's frustrating yeah. about them. Like it might be a smart financial play, but it's such a break away from your core. Like, and and the money's there, and that's that's the thing though. Like King King Games, you know, Candy Crush, and all the other you know mobile games. King Games was their biggest earner again for like you know I don't know how many years in a row this is a lot, but King Games is killing it, man. People. People spend money on mobile games, I guess. Um, and as the hardcore PC audience, we're just like, what the what the f? But yeah, it's it's, it's where the money's at, man. I know, man. It's, it's where just the it's at. just crazy because you have such a force. You're Blizzard, like you've got these IPs that are like people will go crazy for. And like, why do you even want to go into the mobile? I mean, I <laughs> I just don't get it, man. I just don't get it. It's the, the it's money. that money. I know the money. It's that money. The money talks, man. You got to get that $15 million signing bonus from somewhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's got to yeah. come from somewhere. So that's kind of like my take on the investor call. Um, I, I skimmed parts of it, man. Sure. I didn't get to listen to the entire thing. Uh, I listened to as much as I could. So there could have been other Diablo. I was really scanning for Diablo news. I was right. hoping that we were going to get some info on these unannounced Diablo projects and maybe hints at release dates or something like that. But um I didn't hear anything in my skims. Um, I need to go through. I'm probably going to go through tomorrow and re-listen to the whole thing just to see what other juice sure. I can get out of there. But, um, but yeah, man, that's that's the crazy. And then on another side note, Guitar Hero Live is another Activision title that released. Gosh, I don't even remember 2015, 2017. It's been a couple of years. Mm -hmm. They're shutting down that service, and not only are they shutting down the service. Um, they're issuing refunds because they didn't live up to their arrangement of like, you know, keeping the game active and the servers alive and the music there and their licensing, I guess, expired and they couldn't get it renewed. So instead of forking out the cash, they said, screw it. We'll just offer refunds to anybody that bought the game. Wow. So if you bought Guitar Hero Live, you have until May the 1st, you can get your money back, guys. Hmm. So. That's interesting. Pretty, pretty interesting. It's like just another PR. Like, oops, sure. Brush this under. Uh, so. One positive thing, I guess, um, if you want to consider it positive, uh, is like our community manager Brandy has survived the mm -hmm. layoffs. So um, yeah. that's good. She tweeted out, "It doesn't feel good to say at all, but yes, I am still here. It is not something I care to talk about right now, and probably won't." Be for some time. I am no less devastated. I have lost uh, not coworkers, but friends and family today, and I'm here for anyone who needs it. So yeah, at least Brandy's still here. Yeah, yeah. So, that sucks, man. I mean, I'm sure in the next couple of days we're going to hear about all the people that were lost in this, and right. Uh, and I wonder for any. I'm sure like, a lot of them will 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 find places, and and they'll still be oh, around yeah. in the industry. I hope. So. I wonder what teams or if any have lost like actual, like if, if any, if it was just strictly publishing and esports or 
where there's yeah, some development marketing right. and sales and things like that no no developments i don't know yeah. i don't know so like i said we'll probably find some of that out but right uh, but yeah feels bad i don't know if you feels summary of compensation oh yeah yeah thing. that was oh, the numbers we were talking man about. those are the numbers we were talking about earlier that the 30 million 10 million wow 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 it's wow, it's wow, just wow. it's just crazy mm-hmm. we should go you over guys the, that are listening yeah, yeah. can't see this so i mean it was it's yeah, Robert Kodik, Chief Executive Officer, salary uh, one point seven five million. Yeah, uh, but that's that's a that's the low ball. If you just keep going to the right and look at all this stuff he's awarded, yeah, 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 yeah. it's just like the t- the so nineteen total, million total, stocks total. is like yeah, total, yeah, yeah, the total all the way to right. million six hundred ninety eight thousand three seventy five. Mm-hmm. Chief CFO nine million four hundred sixty five thousand eight oh seven. Dennis Durkin. Chief Corporate Officer and former CFO, five million eight hundred thousand. Uh, President and Chief Operating Officer, eleven million one hundred ninety-nine thousand. Michael Morheim, twelve million three hundred seven. But I mean, that of all the people on that list, list Michael Moore. I mean, like you're he's your not even he's of the company, right? Like the guy. Yeah, and he's like, not even the right. big the big guy. He's not even top of the table. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I mean, maybe he wasn't doing anything. I don't know. Maybe he was just kicking, like, putting golf balls in his office all day. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But But he also, like, you know, sowed the roots and has earned it. You know what I mean? Like, some of these guys, like the CFO we just talked about, just, like, gets to come in and gets a $5 million or $15 million signing bonus. Like, what did you do for the – like, what have you done? It's just ridiculous. CFO – CEO of King, $15 million, you know? Jesus. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) It's just—it's crazy. I mean, but can you imagine being in those shoes during a time like this? And does the CFO even ask a higher up, like, "Hey, like, we can keep these people. We're gonna, we're, or we have to lay off eight hundred thousand people. Do you want that to come out of your checkbook?" And the guy's just like, "No, fuck you. I don't know." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "They're like, hey, uh, we got to let go eight hundred people. So at a hundred thousand a person, you know, ten people, million dollars, a hundred people, ten million dollars." All right, so we can keep you know two hundred people if you guys are willing to take a little bit of hit in your bonuses this year. And the guy's <laughs> like, "Man, my wife really wants to buy that island over in Barbados." So uh, just, they have to understand like the psychological implications of something like this. Like you do a huge layoff, that's so bad for your company morale. Like, yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to keep a lot of people still, but you just like let go of like 800 people who's like friends with all the rest of the people working for you. Like you got to think about, like you have to think about that, right? Yeah. And I don't know, man, I'm not in that position. So it's easy to sit here and judge, but sure. it just, when you look at it from, you know, a, a, a ways back and you're seeing like, you know, these guys totaled up, you know, a hundred million dollars between the six of them. It's and then they let 800 people go. It's like, man, you know, and maybe they did take hits this year to keep that number to 800. You know, maybe the number was going to be 2000 and they're like, you know, we'll, we'll take some hits and, and keep, keep these guys. I don't know, man, don't know. but it's hard to look at though. When you see it, you're just like, Ooh, hmm. it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it really is. So, on a Diablo note, yeah, I'm going to switch gears switch just gears. a little bit yeah. because this is depressing and this yeah. has been a depressing podcast and I'm sorry, guys. Um, I'm still having a lot of fun this season, man. Yeah. Like, um, 
I, it's, I, I mean, I know you've been a filthy casual this season. Really That's am. okay. I'll forgive you. Thank you. I'll forgive you for it this one time. I'll still rank higher. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's been a, it's been a fun season. Um, I'm still loving the demon hunter. I started uh, a couple days ago. I started a star packed wizard. So I'm learning, teaching myself to do star packed okay. metas. Cool. And cool, cool. Uh, it's been interesting, man. It's been interesting. I mean, I still kind of suck at it, but, uh, but it's fun. It's like, I've never done this. I've never played this. Uh, let's try it out. Let's do it. Um, and it's been a good time, man. So yeah. I, I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm kind of excited, uh, to see what they're going to give us next season. Yeah. I think this Royal ring buff is pretty damn cool. Right. I think it put a sense of urgency in wanting to play so many classes because next season charge barb's not going to be a thing, right. you know, that it's just, we won't. So if you want to play charge barb, do it now. And that's kind of the way it goes, sure. you know, and even like the Tal Rasha wizard is kind of the same. It's a little bit juicier because right. of it. All the classes are. So I hope next season, man, they step it up even more. All right. I yeah. hope we get, I hope we get some juice. Honestly, so. wait, like I, I wish, you know, I, I wish the season had gone differently. I could have played more. Uh, Cause I'm having, I mean, the, the Blightmancer, the, the Lawn, Necro build, it's it's stupid fun. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, you know, you get people in the stream who are like, well, why don't you just play Impale DH? You can speed like 100s. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you, you can, like, like PoE, for example, like, is a perfect example of this. Like, you can play Arc Totems and just, like, you know, breeze through the, everything there is to do in the game. Or you can play what you find to be really, really fun. And... Mm -hmm. go that way and be as efficient yeah. as you can so i think we a lot of times get pigeonholed into playing yeah. meta like this is sure. this is the best this is the best right. gotta play this gotta play this and especially as um as a streamer if you're streaming something that's not top tier people are always like well, why are you playing why that you, you know you could play this and it'd be so much more efficient and you're like thank you you right. know what i mean i appreciate that knowledge didn't know that <laughs> um so i i encourage people to play whatever they find fun right you know and could be could be a witch doctor right. guys i mean i'm sorry for you if you like that thing but and i don't know if you doctor. i keep getting that the whole like they need more torment level like keeps resurfacing yeah over and over all the time and that's is exactly what we're talking about like pigeonholing people into playing what's yeah. the most powerful we, we've talked about this a, a many times and yeah. i've talked about it several times even this week alone and i'll, I'll go back really quick and rehash right. my feelings i am slightly torn you okay, torn because I see both. I see both sides of the argument. I'm leaning more towards I don't want it. Okay, but I do, I do understand the other arguments for What's it. What's the other argument? The reason the the reason I don't want it is because I think it pigeonholes you from playing whatever you want right. in that casual game mode. Those extra builds that are just like like an example, um, uh, like a lawn strafe demon hunter. It's yeah. viable now. You can do it. Sure. If Torment 15 or 18 existed, yeah. it's not no, viable it's anymore. Done. You can't right. do it. And you're going to want to play 18 right. because you're that's never going to go play you know? T13. You're never going to go to 13. Right. It's just like we never play T10s now. Right. When T10s were the thing, as soon as 13s came out, we never played 10s never again, unless back. you had to. Right. You know? Um, so I get that. The other argument is well, I have all this crazy power. I want to get more death breath and more keys per run. The, the the fantasy of I hate grinding for loot. I want to do GRs. I'm so powerful. Let me do it. I get that. I don't like grinding keys. I don't like grinding death breath. I'm always out of forgotten souls, you know, so I want more of those things. Um, so I can kind of see that argument, but I lean towards the, I don't think we need it. Yeah. I don't think we need it. I don't. I did. So they've done such good work 
especially 264, to make so many builds uh, much more relevant than they ever would have been before. And if we go back to T18, <laughs> we're pigeonholed again, and it's going to be a bit terrible play, in my opinion. So. Yeah. It's going to promote people wanting power creep even faster than we already have it, too. Because yeah. instead of wanting power creep for just GR top-tier clears, you're going to want power creep for all the sets that you love that are no longer viable. And then that's just going to, okay, now I need T20s and T25s. And it, it just is a, is a cycle that repeats. Right. Um, but people are passionate about it. So an idea that we talked about on stream the other night and I thought was kind of cool was what if they put in T, you know, 14, 15, 16s or something like this. But instead of increasing the HP of the mobs like they do, you know, from T10 to T13, what if they started putting random, um, uh, kind of like WoW does the mythic dungeons. You get random debuffs or or negative effects that affect your character per torment level. Those stack. So it's like T14, you're going to get, I mean, and it kind of put pigeonholes you into the same thing. They're going to be builds that are better for T14, 15, 16. But I think this idea is worth throwing out for future content, perhaps, where you can debuff yourself in a T13, 14, 15, and then fight those debuffs, you know, as they stack up in rifts, like uh, yeah. half HP. Over. I mean, I'm, and I don't, I, I haven't yeah. even fleshed out what the, sure. what the debuffs could be yet. So, you know, in the comments on the YouTube videos or on Twitter or discord right. or whatever, like if you guys hear this idea and you're like, Oh man, that's really cool. I thought of some cool things for it. Tell them to me. Cause sure. I'm, I'm, this is something that we just started thinking about. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. So, so like what you're kind of describing, and I know you don't ever play PUE, <laughs> but you're mm -hmm. describing what's already in PUE. Um, so basically like you get a, a key, like it would be a, like a greater rift or key or whatever, like from finishing like a T13 mm. or something. And uh, you get like affixes on on the actual key itself. So, you know, like okay. going into it. You like, know what you're going to get right. before you're going to get it. Right. Okay. Which I think would be the way to do it if you wanted to do a system like that. It would be shitty to be like, okay, T T18 and I open up the rift and it's like reflect and my build can't handle that. So I have to like yeah. leave and I have to fish a, a T18, which is, I mean, everybody, everyone hates fishing already. So it, it sucked to mm. go down that road again. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I didn't know PoE did that. Obviously yeah. I don't really play it. Right. So, but, Goddamn and that's probably, PoE. that's, I'm, I'm going to have to, I think. And that's probably <laughs> where my, uh, my community was getting this, this stuff. You know, they're probably sure. some other guys played PoE. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Right. But yeah, I, I think that's something that's, that could be maybe an easy win content. Right. I don't know how hard it would be to put in, but we have a greater rift system. What if right. we just threw random affixes on there? And and then so my thing was like, it always feels like people want negative, like nerf your character, nerf your character. What if they buffed it too? Because in, in uh, Destiny had a similar, uh, a system similar to this in Destiny 1, where they, every week, the heroic strikes got new affixes on them and they were random every mm -hmm. week, but it was the same for the entire week. But they would get one positive affix, a burn, and that burn would be for the element. If you match the element that the burn was, you just did shit tons of damage. Yeah. And then you had some negative ones. So on certain weeks, you would get a really good positive one and then pretty minor negative ones. Sure. And that week was just God mode. And it was super fun. Yeah. But at the same time, the next week, those things were gone. And yeah. then it was like, okay, cool. 
uh, we're back to being normal again. I can't wait for next week to see if we get that stuff again. Yep. And so, and I don't think that could apply to greater rifts, but a system yeah, like riffs. that for Nephilim rifts could be, could just be absolutely amazing. Like, right. Hey, this week we got poison burn and something else. And then that gives you, Oh, my, you know, blight spear is going to slay this week. Right. I'm going to play blight spear all week. Or then next week it's like physical. You're like, yep. Oh, whirlwind barb. You know what I mean? So, right. um, yeah, yeah I mean, ideas. Because it's, ideas. you know, it's a Nephilim, right? It doesn't, in the grand scheme of things, and I think that's the big hang-up, and we've talked about it before, but, like, Torment 13 is is not meant to be challenging. It's not meant to to make you be like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. Like, it's just not. It's just not what it is. So, mm-hmm. if they can add things like what you're saying to make it more fun and yeah. less redundant, absolutely. That sounds amazing. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Right? That'd so. be, that would be so cool. Yeah. I'm with you. Um. But yeah, that's that's kind of the Diablo news. Um, I know, you know, we had on the schedule a little bit to talk about uh, Apex. Do you wanna you wanna hit that up a little bit? Sure. I know man. you've been streaming it some. Um, uh, so tell me about it, man. I am not a player. Sure. I haven't played it. I haven't really watched it very much. I watched you play it for you know 30, 40 minutes the other day. Sure. So I mentioned it fourteen hours yesterday. Why why didn't you watch the whole thing? Sorry, dude. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> I mean, I'm a sucker for a good shooter because you know I have a rich history in shooters but i mean it's fine like i i love when games and peewee's kind of done this to an extent honestly is when they take elements like really good elements from already existing games and just take them and culminate them into their own game it's great and so i just feel like apex is it is a culmination of the best things from a lot of BRs, and they did it really well. They they've done some things that like, oh my god, why did no one ever think it? Like they have a thing where you can ping, like oh I, I see a bad guy right there, and you like you just like ping it, and so every, you don't even have comms or whatever. Like everyone on your team knows I just saw a bad guy and he's right there. Like why is no yeah. one thought of this? I don't know. Like and they have like a radial menu, so they have like sh- shield heals and like heal armor heals or whatever, and then like. You like as you're selecting it, you're kind of like as you aim, it picks whatever you had, and then you just heal that way. They just have so many like good systems. Like, so as a non BR player, yeah. Like, I mean, I played Fortnite when it first came out. I I, I had twenty or thirty hours in Fortnite, not a lot. It was before the building thing went to like ridiculous, right? right? <laughs> um, and and I enjoyed it at that stage of its life. It wasn't until people figured out, holy shit, building is OP that the game kind of lost interest to me because right. one, I wasn't a super crazy builder. I, and two, I'm more focused on gunplay. I'd, I'd rather shoot somebody yeah. than outbuild somebody. Right. So to me, it, it, I lost interest. Yeah. Um, but as a newer player, that's that, how long would it take me to get into it? Is this a game where like, let's say tomorrow we're like, all right, you and I, we're going to do a, a, a play session together. Sure. How long is it going to teach you to teach me how to play? I mean, you're a, be a able- day, a night. Uh, you played, fucking uh destiny i mean like it's not gonna take you're gonna have the mechanics like it's just like the only thing that's gonna be weird is like okay what class do i want to play and what do they do and yeah the only other part is like okay i'm facing off against this class what the heck do they do that's really all all, and there's only eight classes so it's not like it's this huge learning so a couple days of play style so the learning curve is not crazy and the reason i ask these questions is because i think a lot of people that are hesitant to play a br or have this negative uh, mindset from Fortnite, sure, and they are scared to jump in because they think I am going to get shit on so hard, it's not going to be fun. Sure. And from what people have told me about Apex, is that 
you can get shit on in the game and still have a good time, sure. which doesn't really line up with your normal thought process. <laughs> Normally, it's like if you're not yeah. winning, it's not fun. Right. And that's not what I've heard about this game. I've heard that it's been amazingly fun, even though I'm not winning every game. Yeah. I mean, so. there's something to be said about like BRs where you, I mean, you walk around, and you loot and there is, there's fun in that. Like, Ooh, I got really lucky and I got like a legendary something like that. It, that there's, there's something about that, that even if you're not the best at shooting people, like you're still having a good time. Cause you're like, Oh man, I, I'm fully kitted. Like, this is amazing. I can't wait to fight someone. And then you might yeah. die anyways, but <laughs> like it's, there's, there's inherent fun in that. And I think that one of the things that Apex does really well also is like, you know, you look at looting and Call of Duty and although it makes sense to someone that's been playing it for like a week plus to someone that's like fresh to the game, it's like, what? I don't, what am I picking up? And then like Apex, yeah. there's still that to a degree, but like everything is like color coded. It's kind of like Fortnite. Like it makes just more mm -hmm. sense. It's just easier. I got a, I got a blue. It's yeah. definitely better than this green. This goes with this. Let's put the you know? right. Let's put the blue on. Yeah, I get you. So, so that's cool, man. Um, you know, like I said, I think that game is on my list of things I'm probably gonna try out. I know, and it's um, like I'm filthy casual already this season, and this fucking I I want to play. I want to play so much Apex. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So it just, have you been playing it off stream? No, I don't. I don't. I don't game off stream, but. Yeah. God damn, I I, I got to play the Division Two beta. <laughs> yeah, talk to me uh, about that this weekend. So I got I played so, it for two hours, and I was yeah? immediately bored. But I want to hear what you really think. yeah, absolutely okay. Uh, so I'm a Division One yes. fan, but I'm a late arrival to the scene. Okay. I didn't start playing till eight point one or one point eight. I'm sorry, when it was already at its best state. Okay, I didn't I didn't, I wasn't there for the for all the BS before. Um. I logged in and I thought it felt a lot like Division One. Yeah, uh, it it had different interface. It had different shooting time to kills and mechanics. I'm not a hundred percent sold on the time to kill change. I think that's kind of what established Division as its own game. Was was that the enemies were bullet sponges and that you actually had time to think about? Oh, I'm getting in a bad position. I need to move. You know. It was a tactical shooter, a cover shooter. And I think uh, the time to kill changes, I'm not sure if I like them yet. Okay. But it felt good to shoot a gun. It didn't feel super crappy like like Anthem to me. Like I felt like Anthem's gunplay wasn't there. And I think Division's gunplay felt better. Um, I was kind of agree with your boredom thing because it wasn't my character. Mm. If it would have been my character, because see, it's a loot, it's a it's a looter. It's right. like Diablo with guns, right? You you want to explore, kill things, upgrade your character, level up your character, get sets, get, you know, uh, ancient versions of those pieces to get sets. They have random roles. So the whole time I'm playing it, I'm like, all of this play I'm putting in is going to get thrown away in a day. Mm. So that kind of turned me off a little bit. It made me just go like, man, I want the full game right now. But you remember playing Diablo 3 beta, right? Like that. I didn't play the You didn't beta. play Diablo 3 beta, okay. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Okay. Well, I mean, like, I instantly with Diablo three beta, I like I went through every fucking class, like, and got to level twenty, and probably did it multiple times. Like, I knew I was gonna lose all those people. So I have this years. weird thing with betas, and I've kind of gone away from it lately. Okay. But with World of Warcraft, I got invited to every beta for every expansion and alpha and all that, and I've never played it. I got invited to the Diablo three beta, and I didn't play it. I didn't, or, you know, I got, you know, I could have played it. I didn't play it. 
Uh, I got invited to Necro and I gave the, the the thing away. I didn't. I let my buddies play it. I didn't. No, play it. I didn't even get I, Necro. <laughs> did he? No, I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want to do it because I felt. I, I always had this weird thing where I felt like when the content comes out, I want to experience the content for what it is. Mm-hmm. Um. Recently, though, like the with Anthem and and Division, I have just been all about it, man. I've I've been like, I can't wait to play it. I can't wait to get my hands on it. So. I think my mindset's changed a little bit recently. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I never got into it. So I hear you though. PTR for 2.6.4, I was feeling it, man. I was yeah. playing every class. I played it every single day it was out. Sure. You know, and I had a great time. So that being said, I logged into Division and played. Um, I just randomly logged in Sunday night before the beta went down and was just running around. Uh, just to explore, like I'm just I'm just gonna go run around, mm-hmm. and it was fun. I had a good time. So one of the things I did really really dislike about the division is like all the running, and there's like mobs in between you and like your objective, and there's really like no point to like to to farming them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't. Know, I, I mean, just, you can get drops and stuff, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's to to each his own. I can't. If you're a Division One fan, I think you're going to love it. If yeah. you're not, then it's kind of it's going to we're going to have to see how the loot system plays out. Right. Uh, one of the things that we didn't get access to were the sets, and I know people are like, "Oh, there were sets, Peach Child. They had sets. They had manufacturer sets where if you put the same manufacturer's items on, you got like some two piece and three piece bonuses. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like a full six piece set like they had in Division One, a green set of gear with crazy bonuses." I think they're still going to be in the game. I hope they're still going to be in the game, but I need, I want to see like, what are they going to give us, man? Are they going to give us the same stuff from division one? Are we going to get new things? Is it just going to be these manufacturer sets? Cause to me that seemed weak in comparison to what they had before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I had a good time and the surprisingly they, I didn't think there was going to be an open beta for division two, but they announced it today actually that March, First through March fourth, there's going to be an open beta. Okay, good for console and PC. They must watch so the podcast. If, yeah, clearly, because <laughs> uh, last week we talked about how yeah. it was. You know, they, they needed to do sketch, it. Sketch, right? Um, yeah, it was super sketch. So I think uh, I think that's going to be cool. So all you guys that are out there, like, man, I don't know, I'm on the fence. Like, here's your chance, mm-hmm. man. I encouraged everybody to play Anthem when it did its open beta. Uh, and I, I do the same, man. Like, check out Division. You could fall in love with it, or you could absolutely hate it. I don't know. So, right. It's free, though, so there's no reason not to unless you can't. It doesn't cost anything. Right. So, uh, also, kind it. of interesting news. Um, let me pull this up real quick. Uh, if you follow, like, some of the big streamers, they do this, what's called a Twitch, Twitch Rivals tournament, where, like, mm-hmm. streamers face off against each other. And uh, Shroud's team... Got third. Shroud's, Shroud's team got dethroned, which is, mm-hmm. is kind of crazy because Shroud's like didn't didn't Ninja's team, team. in first place? Wasn't uh, it Ninja? Yeah, and I think so. It was Ninja, uh, and, King Edward, and yeah, 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 somewhere like that. And uh, I forget the other guy that was with him. Uh, oh, and then yeah, and the uh, Doc, I think Doc was in second. Doc no, and no. and Real Crafty like and fifth, somebody else. Fifth, I think was he overall? Okay. Yeah. Maybe maybe I checked earlier yeah. before the final results yeah. run, but it's 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 interesting. Shroud has surpassed uh, Ninja as the number one big boy in Twitch for the time yeah. being, which right. is 
which is interesting. It's always uh, weird to see shifts like that. Mm-hmm. So, nah, it was. Pr- I watched some of it uh, while I was working on some of my house stuff. Uh, man, the, like the, the idea of this tournament is cool. Like having streamers face off against each other. The problem is like one is they don't really interact against. Like they don't like talk shit. Like yeah. they had one clip of like Shroud and the Doc like talking shit on each other, which was pretty funny. But like outside yeah. of that, there wasn't much interactivity. And the commentators they have for these things, they're they're pretty cringe. Um, <laughs> they're pretty bad. <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty dull. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's interesting to watch, and you know, it's cool. I think one of the positive again, we're gonna reiterate the one of the most positive things that Apex did was before they released, they brought out some of these big guys that are in that realm mm-hmm. and they're like hey you know play this tell us what you think and we'll make you know changes accordingly and i god i hope that blizzard learns from that like diablo 4 mm-hmm. like please like it doesn't i'm not yeah, saying invite me i'm just saying please get some of the diablo people out there i've talked about it so many times talked about it yesterday on my stream it's like in and i think it would be super narrow-minded if they only invited streamers because our viewpoint as much as i try to keep a a good perspective you know i think they need to get people that have uh, streamers youtubers Mm -hmm. uh community guys yeah redditors uh people that just have crazy playtime, and then get people that maybe play the game it's hard kind of hard to get casuals but maybe you could get streamer or youtubers that tried the game and were like yeah this isn't for me sure. like okay well what did you why did you not like it what was your what was your hang up but i definitely think that the the, the streamers youtubers reddits and then crazy hour players are should at least get some feedback from some of these right. guys for sure yeah so it's, it's such an awesome resource to have. And we, in this we day would and age. do it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Blizzard called me up. I'd be like, hell yeah. Good, Tell dude. me I can't wait. what, what I can't time wait. you want me out there. I'm excited. Yeah. That sounds awesome. I can't right. wait. And it could be even for Diablo 3. It doesn't even have to be for Diablo 4. I mean, it could right. be for anything. You're like, you're going to be like, yeah, right. let's do it. I just hope whoever would it. get the opportunity wouldn't just be like so excited for the opportunity that become a yes man. You know what I mean? Yeah. They shell out. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. But yeah. I don't know. That's um, man. That's a lot of stuff. Uh, let's Sad week for let's jump over to some Twitter questions, man. Sure, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, not a crazy amount of Twitter questions this week. We got a couple though. Okay. Um, so if you guys don't know about this section, this is uh, where you guys can ask us about all kinds of things. Doesn't have to be Diablo or game related. You can message me at twitter at the peach out you can get a lord fluffy lord underscore underscore fluffy on twitter join our discords the links will be in the youtube page if you're watching this on youtube or um, type in chat explanation when discord type in chat yeah so demonic grizz has the first question he says what's the first video game you ever played i was pretty young so um my oldest brother had an atari mm-hmm He's uh, nine years older than me. He had an Atari. And it, so it, it has to have been, uh, you know, Asteroids, Frogger, one of those OG original Atari games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me pull up a quick video. Here we go. I think the first game I ever played, uh, my dad had a, like, a, I don't even know what they were called, an old ass PC. <laughs> Commodore 64? Uh, probably the one after that. Oh, wrong one. Mm. Wrong one, yeah. Uh-oh. Uh, 
Yeah. This is called A Dangerous Dave. And it was like, part, he got it with software. It came like free with some software that he got. And he let me play it. But I had to like do so many chores to even be allowed. The sound effects are on point, obviously. Um, this was this was your dad this, that did this? No, this was the first game I ever played. And my dad had yeah, a PC, it, right? Okay, okay, okay. So but did your dad play this? No, he... My dad, to this game, thinks games are a waste. That's of what I thought. I thought, I thought you said your dad didn't <laughs> like games, so I just right. wondered if he actually played it. No, no. So, uh, But yeah, that was my first game. Uh, I didn't know anyone on Atari until I was like probably... Like, right... It was after Nintendo came out. So I didn't even get to play Atari when Atari was the thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got... I, I actually had a Nintendo. Um, the Christmas of the year they launched, I my, my dad got me one, so... Uh, my first Nintendo game, obviously, was Super Mario Brothers, but uh, I I had like every sure. major Nintendo game you could think of. So yeah, I, I, that was it, man. It was it was on for me since Atari days. Like as soon as I played, I was like, oh, okay. Right. I wasn't allowed to have. But yeah, we've had talked about it before, but I wasn't allowed to have a console until I <laughs> could afford one myself. So like the first game I ever bought, I mean, it would have been Super Mario for six or Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. But I think the first yeah. game I bought outside of that was Top. Top Gear? Like a little racing game? Hmm. I don't remember that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Eddie says, uh, Primal Dust suggestions. Spend X amount of dust on an ancient item to max out the affix on it. Sick of getting good ancients with low affix rolls. An example, uh, Death Wish damage is increased while channeling. So, like, let's say you get that GG ancient item, but the... Uh, the legendary power, so to say, is garbage. Yeah. Um, would you like to be able to re-roll that? Would you hope that they add that that change someday? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's so many different routes that we talk about week after week mm-hmm. of what they could do, primal dust, and you know all that jazz. So I think I think the economy and the gear progression for the most part is in a pretty good place. I think primal drop rate is honestly pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to get full primals in a season. You're going to get one or two good ones, and then that's it. And I, I kind of like that. Um, I don't have a problem with being able to reroll those things, though. I think that I, I've m- had many times where I've gotten good death wish, for example, and it just turns out to be garbage. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it'd be kind of cool to be able to reroll those, but uh, I don't have a problem with the loot. The, my biggest problem is getting the Hadrix's gifts too early. I think that that devalues the sets, so to yeah. say. But that's a topic for but another even day. Even then, um, like, you can still get T13 ready day one, even if they got rid. Yeah. I wish they would because I think it's kind of silly. But it would be a lot harder, yeah. and you'd have to coordinate. You'd have to have a group of people that are loot sharing right. in order to do it. I think, and then at that point everybody would benefit but um but yeah um, i would still love to see them you know get rid of bad stats get rid of useless items and just reduce drop rates mm-hmm. across the board mm-hmm. and so like when you get something it's it's meaningful because it's actually going to be good <laughs> yeah i so. i agree i agree um zaggy says what if primals gave you beefier damage multipliers with lawn I I would hate that. Absolutely hate that. Because in your season is based on luck. <laughs> yeah. Like the leader. I mean, it, strict it's luck. already it's already hard to get a lawn set. Yeah. The way it is, it's harder. I should sure. say. Um. So 
Yeah, man. Then I, don't, top- I, I dislike it, and I like it at the same time. Yeah, because it is a primal. It's right. a and a primal should feel feel juicy. So right. I get it because it makes like lawn in itself is a good idea because it's like a time dump. And time dumps mm-hmm. are a great thing, especially in grindy games. So, like, okay, if you can get a full primal, then like, oh my god, you're you're great, right? I, obviously, it's never going to happen a season, but like, to have your end season push be strictly based on the amount of primals you have, like, that would be terrible. That'd be awful feeling. Like, I lost this yeah. guy because he got seven primals, and I only got five. Lon's in such a good spot right now. It's such a powerful spot, I should say. You yeah. couldn't. There's. You couldn't. Right. You couldn't now. I mean, it's it's top tier in like everything, right. you know. Um, but I, yeah, man, I think primals are GG rolled ancients, and I think it might be cool if primals were even another tier above an ancient, slightly ever yeah, so slightly. I mean, that's what it was originally. Yeah, I, I think that you know you got your normal tier, your ancient tier, and then primals. I think personally should go above that a little bit, mm-hmm. and the drop rate on them I think is in a good spot. I don't think if you, I think if you did that, I don't think you have to mess with a drop rate. Um, especially you don't have to buff it. Maybe even you know nerf it some. So, right. um, Coda says, "What seasonal theme would you like to see?" I want to see see one. Honest, honest to God, answer is I want to see one. I haven't. I have no idea. I want Blizzard to come out and surprise Blow the shit away. out of me. I want right, to be yeah. like, yeah, I want to be like, oh my god, that's amazing. Didn't sure. think of that. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, it's got to be better than the Royal Ring buff we have now. Sure. So, I yeah, I would like to just see something new, like something like so. Rorg is it's a good idea, and it's definitely the best one they've had so far. But it's like, well, the Rorg's in the game, and you kind of gave us a free item, and it mixes the game up, and it's awesome, but. It's not like mm. new. It's not like a kind of like an innovative, like, okay, you actually added new code to the game, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Do you have a code, a new code I think I that you think I really would be don't. cool? I mean, if I yeah. could have the opportunity to sit down and think about it, yeah. But yeah. The, the, so, one of the, one of the things that's already in the game, because I think that's more likely to get, um, sure. we've talked about, specifically, you've talked about getting the extra weapon slot in the cube. Yeah. Um, and I think that would benefit some classes way more than others. Oh, yeah. And I don't know, like it would be okay, but that honestly, I don't know how that would play out. I'd have mm-hmm. to see it. Something else that's been brought up before would be getting the lawn set for free, the lawn buff for free without having the requirement of having to use the rings. So oh, man, you'd get two additional <laughs> ring slots with lawn. God. And, and, and so here's my thing with that. Like, that could be so much fun, but that could be game-breakingly yeah. overpowerful. Yeah. I mean, like lawn rat runs would be just unstoppable. It would be. There are so many things that would be so ungodly powerful, but that's kind of what I want. And it's just going to last for one season, sure, and, and then it would go away. Yeah. So I'm kind of okay with that. Sure. So that's that's an idea that of all the things I've heard so far, mm-hmm. I kind of think the lawn without the rings would be the coolest because every every class could benefit from that z classes could benefit from that um you could you're not going to get that instant power right at the start of the season you're going to have to earn those ancient items to make it work Mm -hmm. uh to an extent like i I guess you're going to get some power creep from getting an ancient item on even if you don't have sets and things so i don't know man i think that could be pretty cool sure Right on. That's where my vote goes. If Blizzard doesn't surprise us, yeah. Um, 
And then uh, the last question is again from Demonic. He says, "Does pineapple belong on pizza?" Nope. I agree. Nope. <laughs> Sacrilege. I've had it before. It's okay. I don't really like it. I would never buy it myself personally. No. Ever. No. There's so many. I'm pretty. I'm pretty basic. Uh, I like um, pepperoni, sausage, bacon. I'm oh. a big bacon fan. Okay. Well, would, you, would you prefer bacon on a pizza or sausage on a pizza? Oh, bacon, hands down. What? Not even a question. You were bacon pizza. You, you're pissing me off. Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> All about the bacon. Sausage. So What's good. your favorite pizza? Let's ask that. What's your favorite? Um, I'd probably go with like a pep, spicy sausage. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's good enough. I mean, maybe some mushrooms. Spicy sausage? Onions on there, but. Confirmed. Yeah. Confirmed. Cool. Not bacon. Not bacon on a pizza, man. Too much. Oh man, bacon. Oh my god. Have you tried it? Yeah, of course. If it, if there's a pizza to try, I've tried it. I'm a mm. connoisseur of the pizzas. I don't know about you. I'm really hungry now, though. So. Yeah, it's a good pizza. So thank you for that. Thank you for that one. Uh, that's it, man. That's all we got for the Twitter questions this week. If you guys have Twitter questions, again, you can tweet them at the P Child at Lord underscore underscore Fluffy. Join our Discords. The links are in the YouTube video below. Um, and drop those questions on us. Yeah, yeah. So I will catch you guys next week for episode forty, the big four zero oh next week. God. Oh my god! You can catch me everywhere: Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, uh, at the P Child, and I'll be live right after the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm Lord underscore Fluff. Double those underscores on the Twitter. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace out, dudes. Peace. <laughs>